This is Zach Hansen from Languish, and you're listening to the Phantasm Podcast. Phantasm. Maximum terror. That's your target audience, baby! Phantasm. And you know something? I sort of enjoyed it. Phantasm. Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Hi, this is Dr. Vincent West, Medical Doctor, Phantasm Podcast. I have a very special guest today. Uh, we have Zach uh, from Languish, and they are a fantastic uh, band, and I really like them. And their new album is called Feeding the Flames of Annihilation, and it comes out on Prosthetic Records, and it comes out, and I'm going blonde, October 7th. And uh, need to get the eyes checked here, Doc. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for doing this, sir. Thanks for coming on and doing this. Thank you for having me, Doctor. Awesome. I appreciate you doing this, man. It's very, very cool. Yeah. Um, I'm new to the band. Really cool stuff. Um, real quick, can you tell me uh, how Languish came together? So, Languish came together uh, around 2014. Uh, my guitar player and I, Matt, were in another band, and our third member was uh, constantly out of town, and we wanted to do something else. You know, we wanted to occupy our time with something worthwhile okay and we always had the desire to up the intensity and the speed and so we started out uh kind of more straightforward just kind of grindcore and we brought in you know a couple different members as we went uh and that was god that was eight years ago wow yeah <laughs> and over the years we've uh you know we've kind of changed up our sound a little bit over the years you know added more death metal elements um kind of stretch out the songs a little bit more cool you know, no more uh no more 30-second songs. Now, the previous band, was it Grindcore as well? No, the, the previous band was a band that we uh, that we did for a really long time called North, and uh, we were doing them simultaneously for quite a while, and North went on hiatus about four or five years ago after our last tour, oh. and Language has been the focus as well. And North was more of a it's more of a doom kind of sludgy band. Okay. Um, you know, we did tours with Conan and Intronaut. Nice. Uh, various, yeah, various bands, and uh, it was also on Prosthetic Records, uh, a band I very much enjoyed, and we just have not had the time to be active again. So, well, so that's very, uh, very, very cool. Yeah, uh, Thank you. Uh, this record's great. Um, let's jump right into this. Uh, so, what can yes. you tell us about the first track, Manifesto? Uh, so, Manifesto is just that classic kick you in the ass banger to start the record okay. uh, we kind of looked at it and we were like let's let's write a song that starts this record that's fast that's punchy uh, and I think it accomplishes you know we, we thought about adding some other stuff to it and we were just like you know what we like how it goes we don't want any funny business before the track starts sure so let's just let's, yeah so it just hops right in we just wanted to punch people in the mouth straight away Absolutely. Uh, that, that song we actually, uh, the lyrics we actually all wrote together in the studio, kind of rewrote it and uh, kind of piecemealed it together. So we kind of each came up with a line and, uh, and we're really happy with how that track came out. Oh, yeah, it's killer. It's record off on a, really, on a really strong note. 
Yeah, my first impression of the band, it's, it's great. It's a great way to, oh, yeah. like, very, very cool. Uh, track two, Last Legs. Last Legs was the first song we wrote, actually. Uh, I, I want to say we did that maybe back in 2018. We kind of were thinking about adding it to uh, to a split with some friends of ours, and that just never materialized. And we were like, you know what? We really like this song. Let's let's hold it back for, for the full length, and let's, let's add some more songs to it. Um, and that's that's just... I think that was just the first song that we wrote when we were thinking about where do we want to go with new songs? Where do we want to go with a, with a new direction? Nice. And I think it kind of combines the best of both worlds. You know, it's really high energy. It's got that great breakdown at the end. It's, it's, it's fun as hell to play. I really enjoy playing it on drums. Nice. And it's, uh, it's, it's heavy. You know, it's a heavy song. I, could, I guess I could say that about every song, though. <laughs> right. I, it's yeah. great. Um, let's see. Uh, track three, Rip Remain, uh, excuse me, Ripped Remains. Remains. Uh, that was the second song we wrote. It was a, uh, you know, we wanted to do uh, another more grindcore song, and it's got kind of like uh, it's kind of it's got like one you know repeating part which we don't normally do a whole lot of. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was. Uh, it, let's see, we, uh, we were going to add a little bit of a kind of an industrial part at the end. You know, nice. I had a, a dream of some industrial metal at the end, uh, and then as we as we went on with the process I, I just said you know what let's let's just make it noisy as hell at the end instead and and that'll kind of deliver the same the same purpose it's a kind of a I want to say it's like a zombie killing song nice don't quote me on that I'd have to I'd have to look, I'd have to look at the lyrics Sean wrote that one but uh, it kind of plays into the horror fantasy aspect of some of our songs very very and, cool um, and I, I also enjoyed that one a lot I believe that was the second song we wrote and uh, we did a video of that I think uh, nice as a teaser way back in like the end of 2020 back when we thought this album was going to come out oh, okay uh, a, lo- a lot earlier you know and we, we put that video up and we're like new song you know new new album coming next year right and, uh, that was very optimistic of us <laughs> now this record did y'all record this during the pandemic we we did we wrote we pretty much wrote most of it during the pandemic and we we were able to sit down and completely think about each song and edit and rewrite and uh, think of it as a whole instead of song by song. You know, sure. In the previous record, we would, we would write a song and we'd be like, that song's done. Let's move on to the next one. Sure. But this one, we just did a lot of, we did a lot of revising and a lot of thinking uh, and we recorded it in the summer of 2021. So, nice. you know, I think we, uh, we were all vaccinated and we were ready to go. Uh, but live music hadn't quite come back yet. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it is. It is a pandemic record for the most part. We wrote. I think we wrote three or four songs. Oh wow. Before, okay. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, let's see. Track four. Parasite. Parasite is is a uh, one of my favorite songs. I mean, I think they're all some of my favorite songs. That's not really a song I don't like on this record. Whereas in previous records, you have a song where you're like, ah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, let's just put it on though. But this one, we, we just committed, we were like, that's every song we want to love. And Parasite is a, uh, a personal favorite. It was a lot shorter. It, it went through a lot of changes. You know, we, that was one of the songs where we completely ripped out the guts and just really refined and honed it. Uh, and I actually wrote the lyrics to this one, so that one's fun. It's uh, nice. kind of a, a, a homage slash nod to the Korean film parasite okay kind of with this kind of with the same themes of um uh 
landlords and, and living in America and uh, making your rent and how difficult it is and how, how we all just want to be free and, and uh, not have to work away nine to five. Right. It's a great track. Um, let's it's see. Hard life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a fun one to play. It's it's cool. I bet that one's uh, very cool. Live. Um, yep. Let's see. Uh, track five. Uh, Poison Chalice. Poison Chalice is the de facto grindcore song of the album. We uh, we've been running through that in practice the last couple of days, and every time we finish it, we look at each other and we're like, "Song that song rips. That song is a is a banger. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's so short, but it's so impactful. We feel." Uh, that one, I don't think we made a whole lot of changes to that one. It was, uh, you know, there's not a whole lot of space to, to make changes in it. The song's only 70 seconds long, but we, uh, it's, it's an intense song. It just doesn't let up. It's, it's got a lot of cool little changes to it. Um, and it's a, it's a really fun one to do. And, you know, we like to have at least like one straight up grindcore song per, per record. And nice. That's, that's that one for us. It's really, really good. Um, Let's see here. Uh, track six, Judas Goat. Judas Goat is probably the most ridiculous song that I've ever been a part of. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so fast. It's I mean, it starts fast, and then we actually had a tempo change. You know, we're playing to that click track, and uh, we had to change the, the click track from the beginning to the to the next part because it had to be so much faster. So it's I, I don't even know what the tempo is. I'd have to ask Ryan. <laughs> it's such a fast, just such a fast track, and. Um, I think that took me three or four takes because it's just such an intense song. It's just, it's all blast beats for, I want to say at least two minutes straight. And they're, they're fast blast beats. And, uh, God, it's, uh, that, that one is really fun. I, I, I wish we were playing that in Tucson tonight, but we couldn't, we couldn't quite get it ready. <laughs> uh, that was the first song we chose for the single because we wanted to show people like, listen, like we're not, we're really not messing around the song. It's really good. But it's, it's, I, if I if I show this song to myself 15 years ago, I would have laughed in my face. You know, I would have gone back in time and just laughed at myself because I never would have thought I could have wrote a song like this. I mean, it sounds like I'm a big fan of like early Crisian. That's what it makes me think about. It was just rip, rip my head off when I listened to it. I was yeah, just really cool. That's, Matt, Matt really kind of tapped into kind of earlier early 90s grindcore uh, and, and, and death metal for this for this album a lot. Uh, he was listening to a lot of Napalm Death. And, nice. I mean, he's always listened to a lot of Napalm. He's always listened to Napalm Death. So, you know, one of the greatest bands of all time. Agreed. Yeah, they're great. Um, I never was really. I was doing an interview recently, and you know, I, Carcass is a band I don't like. Um, a lot of people love that band. I'm older. Yeah, I got to see them. I was never a fan of them, man. I never liked. I never liked them. I never like the grindcore stuff that I like was like obviously Napalm, and I liked um, yeah. Oh, a uh, brutal truth. Um, oh yeah, I love brutal truth. Just because Dan, I like Nuclear Assault. To me, is one of the greatest thrash bands ever. Like I, I don't think that band yeah. gets any credit, and I, I love brutal truth. I thought they were just really cool, but yeah, I, I never. I'm real kind of weird about. I grew up in Florida and watch the whole death metal scene come and go and all that stuff and and it's i've always been really picky about what i like and um, you guys man you i really like this record it's cool it's it's it is it's it's very it sounds like he you guys were uh tuned into some old school stuff it's i really like the record because yeah. it, it's it's got that so vibe much. to it 
yeah, it's it's awesome. I I'm of the belief system of never, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. You know, like it's and it's yeah. <laughs> a lot of bands. I think we wanted to tap into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, we wanted to tap into it while at the same time bringing our own sound and our own oh, absolutely, yeah, right? it's so, unique. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's fresh, but yeah, it's like it's got that cool vibe to it. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, yeah man, it's awesome. I saw a guy wearing an insect warfare hat at the post office 20 minutes ago, <laughs> and I wanted to, and I wanted to give him a high five. You know, <laughs> I have never listened to them. I'm not, I'm not real. I'm more of a more the death metal guy. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. I listen to a lot of different stuff, but I'm I yeah, and I'm real weird about it. Like I don't like. Uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of particular about what I like. No, I like, and a lot of a lot of bands that I like are still exist, and they put records out. But I mean, and I mentioned this to someone earlier. Right? My favorite death metal band is probably Suffocation. Um, I mean, yeah, but you like that kind of slamier stuff. No, but I and I despise deathcore. Like deathcore is to yeah. me the the yeah. the, the putrid <laughs> scum of this planet. Um, yeah. I'm not a fan of it. Uh, I just don't like it. I I find it offensive, and I, I don't like the bands that do it. And I think it's it's just yeah. you're 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 you know it's it's a little too. But I realize that a lot of that stuff came from that. No, I like, but I guess I like brutal death metal. I guess is what people would call it. I don't know. I, That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm a big Deicide fan. I like malevolent creation. I like uh, yeah. uh, pestilence and. Uh, death uh early death stuff and the later stuff's a little like human i don't like that right it's too flashy i don't like that it's too um and i saw death i saw death a bunch i i, I really like spiritual healing like that era um uh, it's i love that record that's my favorite death album it's just just kind of nasty um but yeah i, I don't know it, it's weird like I, I the first couple deicide records i think are great you know um but I mean, some of the stuff, you know, I, I love the first four Cannibal albums. Anything with Barnes on it, I love that shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> I saw them so many times with Barnes, and I... This stuff with George is okay, it's just not really my thing. Um, yeah, I get it. I, I like really just kind of nasty stuff. Gorgasm, I guess, is like probably the... And they're not a new band. They're, that's, that's probably the newest as I get with, with death metal. Like, I just don't... Yeah. I don't know. I, did, I can't get into the whole, you know... And anything deathcore is just is just yeah no no deathcore for me I can't do it I just can't man I and I and I appreciate the hell out of what you're all doing um, I wish there were more bands that uh, you know do new stuff but but keep it keep it real you know not not yeah. you know yeah. not hot topic you know like I don't I don't know I just don't thing but anyway I got off track there I apologize um, but yeah I mean I look this record's great uh, we'll jump into side two of it here uh, I love that this is listed on here this way too it's so cool like, like I'm looking at the record uh, let's see so track seven The Collector The Collector is uh, oh, that one is, it is so fun to play we, uh, we look at it kind of angular but it's it's real straightforward all of our stuff is kind of straightforward we don't really mess around with odd time signatures or anything it's, it's straightforward but the way that the riffs go uh, it doesn't feel like it so uh, so I think the collector is another one of those where it's got such a weird cadence to it uh, it's very feel based you know that's, that's kind of how I write drums is I, I write them feel based you know 
Like, I want something to feel good. I want something to feel cool. Sure. And the collector absolutely meets that one. That one's uh, right on the it's slightly shorter, but I feel like it's got a really nice death metal groove to it. Oh, yeah. And uh, um, the ending is is one of my, probably my favorite ending on the record. Just, um, it's abrupt, it's it's heavy, It's it, it hits you in the mouth, and that's, I think that's kind of sums up the whole record for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's abrupt, heavy, and hits you in the mouth. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, track eight, Failed State. That one is the last song we wrote for the record, and I think we always say uh, the, the last song you write is what you want your band to sound like going forward. Okay. And if, uh, if our next record sounds like Failed State, I'll, I'll be perfectly happy with that one. Uh, got that riff. I remember Matt brought that riff in. And I was like, man, that is just, just evil right there. That, that first riff on that song is just evil. And uh, we, we filled it out with uh, a lot of really cool parts. And it's really fun to play. Uh, that one went through a little bit of editing. We took out the ending. And then it just kind of ended. It's like, that doesn't work. We've got to put that breakdown back in. <laughs> uh, and uh, God, that one is, is real fun. That, that one we think we wrote together. Uh, the lyrics too. We uh, kind of sat in the studio and like you know I think we uh, we accomplished what we set out to do with that song. It's it's, it's killer, it's, man. That's a that's a really good track. Uh, what about track nine, "Feeding the Flames"? So that one is the uh, probably the most prototypical death metal track on the record. Um, I think we we sat down to write it. We said let's let's do kind of a slower mid-paced death metal song to put in the middle of the record and it went through so many transformations I think we rewrote it 10 times because we were never happy with it and we didn't want to put a song on that we weren't happy with sure. I, I think I almost wanted to cut the song even in the studio but we uh, I, I've seen quite a few reviews so far and I think every review has mentioned that song as a standout so I'm really happy that we, we took the time to refine it and especially that ending part, there's this kind of tremolo part of the end. Yeah. And I think that's just like, I think that sums up the record. That's, that's probably my favorite part of the whole record. <clears throat> the lyrics, the way it goes. And um, I actually wrote the lyrics to that song and I kind of wrote it as an homage to this old, uh, it was like a mining anthem about, uh, about miners on strike in like 1915. Weird. And I think I kind of went through it and I kind of, uh, adapted it and, and kind of changed some stuff and, and kind of wrote it for uh, for our band and God, I think it I think it really works well as a title track. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's killer. Um, let's see, track ten, comply or die. That one is is real fun to play and uh, it's uh, I think someone said it was the happy song, but I mean, <laughs> it's not it's not happy at all. I think it just starts out kind of a. Uh, <laughs> Uh, with, with kind of a different feel, it's got kind of a different groove, um, but it's, it's it's real fun to play. And we that one we almost left off too. We had to completely rewrite that from uh, I think from like minute one on. So, oh wow! Yeah, so that one came that one went through a lot of changes too, and it's it's infinitely better for it. Uh, that one's close to Sean's heart, I know for sure. It's uh, you know kind of a anthem against police brutality and. Uh, and uh, overstepping authority, and uh, that's I mean that's that means a lot to all of us. We're all uh, we're all very anti-authority, so you know, sure. any boot stepping on someone's neck that's uh, that's uh, that's an object of, of scorn for us. 
Sure, of course. So, especially from Plan or Die. <laughs> it's yeah, it's. I mean, <clears throat> this record's really nasty. I like it a lot. Um, <clears throat> let's see, track eleven, uh, the last track, uh, Corporate Dystopia. Yeah, the last track, that's Corporate Dystopia, and uh, that one we also changed a whole bunch. Big surprise, right? <laughs> right. We we wanted to have a kind of a, a, a death doom feel to it, so uh, so you know it starts out just with those dive bombs and, and that guitar riff and it's 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 low and it's slow and it's uh oh man that one is so fun to play too I wish we were playing that tonight as well uh just, so it starts out with that death doom part and then it just goes off the rails and uh a lot of fun blast beats in that one a lot of fun D beats and I remember uh right before the ending Ryan suggested this real great uh drum part I'm really proud of the drums on that song because it's just uh, I can't even describe it, you know. Sure. <laughs> I'm just I'm just playing along to the guitars, and, and the guitars are just are just wild. And I think that one came out better than I even envisioned. You know, when I went back and listened to that recording, it was like, wow, that one. I don't think we could have nailed that one anymore. And I think it's a great album closer. And we don't we don't dick around with anything at the end too. You know, there's no fade out. There's no extended passage. It's just like we went in there and we. Uh, we, uh, we played the riff and then we, we stopped and that's the end of the record, you know? We want it to be succinct and we want it to get to the point. I think the record's about 26 minutes, 27 minutes. Nice. Which for, um, which for Death Grind, I think is, is the perfect time. You know, you don't want to wear it and welcome. And I do love when those records are like 20, 25 minutes, but I think that really only works if songs are, you know, about a minute or two. Uh, we want it to not wear it or welcome it. We want it to uh, get out there and have 10 or 11. Yeah, that's great. Great songs. I mean, this whole record's yeah. very enjoyable. I was listening to it in the car. It's very cool. Um, and as far as the production on it, do you guys produce it yourselves? or? So, so Ryan Bram, our bass player, is uh, is an engineer. Okay. He has his own studio here in Tucson. Nice. So he, yeah, so he produced everything. You know, he engineered and he mixed it. Uh, we, we have a lot of input on everything, you know, obviously as a band. So we put produced by Ryan and Languish. But Ryan did all the, you know, all the heavy lifting. You know, he set up all the mics and he, mix it and he put in hours into uh, uh into the production of this record and he did a such a good job you know he he kept saying he said this is my band and i want to have a nice you know i want this to be a showcase for for the band and for my studio and uh I, i'm so proud of, of how uh how the production came out i think that's a standout for this uh for this genre you know oh yeah it's great um now, as far as like the the album artwork, what can you tell us about that? So the album art is done by our guitar player Matt, who is the aforementioned doctor uh, to be. So that guy is just uh, the master of all trades. You know, he uh, he worked on it for a year, maybe longer. He drew it several times. He did it digitally. He then redrew it by hand. Uh, on paper, okay. Um, I think with pencil, and then he went over it with pen. He's he's very meticulous. He's very detail oriented, and there's so many little minute details in the album art that honestly, every time I look at it, I, I see something different. And he, like, we, the way we do our album art is we kind of brainstorm as a band and we talk about what we want it to look like and, and what the theme is going to be. And I think the theme was this one was just like we want a skeleton riding a skeleton horse. And just just going through the apocalypse, you know. So there's nuclear explosion behind him, and 
I, I think it, I think it really sums up the record. You know, it's uh, it's very detail oriented. It's very uh, meticulous. It's very it's creepy. It's heavy. I want to I want to put it on a flag or something. You know, it needs to be blown up at, at full full resolution because I think it's I think it's so well done. Yeah, it's great. It's really really cool. I love that it's all in house. Um, and then as far as uh, the recording process for this, I know we talked touched a little on during the, the pandemic. Did you all just go on and off recording during the pandemic, this record? or did it, I know you mentioned recording it in 2021. Um, we, we actually just did a lot of pre-production. So okay. We did a lot of stuff in our, in our, in our rehearsal space. Nice. And we just made sure that we, were, we would be good to go once we got into the studio because we didn't want to mess around. So we actually tracked... Uh, Drums, guitar, bass, all within the same week. I want to say, okay, at least two weeks. Um, so knock that out, and then we had to take a little bit more time for vocals, just so we could refine uh, lyrics and the phrasing. And uh, we knocked that out, I think, a couple weeks after. Or so, and then Ryan took a couple months uh, to mix and and really make it the best he could. And then we had Brad Boatwright from Audio Siege in Portland. He mastered it. And he worked with Ryan consistently. And, uh, I, I mean, he did a great job, you know, mastering such a fine art. Absolutely. You can't be too heavy. You can't be too heavy handed. You can't be invisible. Uh, and Brad and Ryan just work so well together. So, so it's funny, you know, the amount of time we took writing it, it was kind of the opposite for recording it. We just got in, we were ready to go. Uh, we didn't mess around. I don't. I don't like to mess around in the studio. I always feel like I'm wasting people's time and money, especially. Sure, of course. Uh, it's a lot of pressure on you because you go first. Oh right. <laughs> yeah. So you know, you go first, and uh, if you lay down bad drum tracks, the record's gonna be bad. So you got to make sure that you're on your game. And uh, so I, I usually do drums in about two days, and this one took about two days, and I was not happy as hell with how it sounds. It's great, man. This record. Uh... Checked it out on headphones, listened to it in the car. It's the way I like to do it. The whole record's great. Yeah, so you have the whole experience, and that's perfect. Yeah, it's great, man. I mean, it's really, really, really good. Uh, kids, buy the new album from Languish. It's called Feeding the Flames of Annihilation. It's available October 7th from Prosthetic Records. Thank you so much for doing this today. I appreciate you taking the time oh, to do this so with much. me. Yeah. Sorry I get off on rant sometimes. It happens. I. That's okay. Me too. Get going on stuff now, real quick before I let you go. Uh, you you mentioned a couple times here. You you guys are playing tonight. That's fucking cool as shit. You're playing. It sounds like you're in your hometown. We are doing our first hometown show in almost three years. Uh, <laughs> so I, I got a little bit of the jitters, you know, just because it's been so long. Sure. I've played a couple a couple other shows with a couple other bands, but you know, nothing really hits like your uh, like your like your baby. And language is my baby, and. Um, Looking forward to seeing all my friends and uh, and uh, showing out in our hometown. And this is the only show we have booked at the moment, uh, and we'll hopefully get a couple more on the agenda. But right now, this is our biggest focus: is uh, this Tucson show, and then making sure people hear the record. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, then they definitely should. This is a fabulous, fabulous record. Um, oh, thank you. So it's much. nice. It's nice to know that there's still bands, you know putting out interesting music. This is a really, really great record. It's definitely one of the best things I've heard this year. Um, again, that means a lot to me. yeah, man, it's, it's killer. Uh, 
all my best to you with the band tonight, with the shows and going moving forward. Uh, again, kids, buy Feeding the Flames of Annihilation from Languish. It, it's uh, uh, Prosthetic Records, and it comes out October 7th. And, uh, Zach, I appreciate you taking the time to do this today. Oh, thank you so much. Fantastic. And you know something? I sort of enjoyed it. Phantasm.